Hi, I'm Frankie Frayne, and I've been making movies since I was a kid. I've made three low-budget feature films of varying success, and I went to film school. Twice. For better or worse, I've developed a science for completing feature-length projects on pocket change, and it has a lot to do with the kinds of conversations you'll hear on this podcast with teachers, friends, and artists. You don't have to pay 40 grand a year for bad advice. This is Discount Film School. Uh, hello. This, we're reporting on day three, which we actually did yesterday <clears throat> at the time of the recording. We're of this. liars. This is, uh, I'm with John and, John Ryan and Hannah Carpenter. You don't oh, need uh, to tell them my whole name. I might have to. I, I mean, don't want them to know who I am. There's a junt. Let's just call him Ryan. Right. Which Jeff was for weeks, actually. He was like, you know, when Ryan gets here, I'm like, God damn it, that son of a Do bitch. Do you get that a lot? Uh, no. The man because with two people names. are pretty, my, my first name is the simplest name in the like Anglo-Saxon name library. Well, like my mom's name is Joy Frayne, and people always hear our last name is Fran, and so then they call her Joy Fran, and then nope. they eventually just call her Fran. Fran. <clears throat> All signs point to Fran. That's my weird. <clears throat> so, um, yesterday was a light day, day three, um, but it was Hannah's first day. We went Your to a we went to a music store, day. yeah, she, where you played Carrie, and we we went to a music store. Uh, which was really very dynamic looking. Had wonderful little like pink ukuleles and stuff all over the place. They looked really. Yeah. Both locations we were at yesterday looked really. Yeah, really they were cool. great. I like very the, well uh, I love the aesthetic of both of them. Yeah, and then the second one was we went over to uh, like a a record store on um, Commonwealth Ave, and it was stacked to the brim with vinyls and uh-huh. uh, like if you're if you're even the slightest bit overweight, even if you're not, it's kind of hard to navigate that place. But it was very very visual. Oh, it's um, great. It's the best record store in the city, in my opinion. I, oh, I would I would have to yeah. agree. Granted, I've never sweet. been to any other. Well, <laughs> you don't need to. Um, what would we what, what would we say happened yesterday? Let's see. So we all head up. Well, at least we we all head up. You meet us there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I came after work. You came right after work. So what was it like to shoot after work? Oh, I was really tired, but then I got like so nervous that I got excited. <gasps> was it but, fun though? Was it fun to shoot? Yeah, or was it I not liked fun? it. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun hanging out with everybody. It's kind of to me. It's like I feel like even if I wasn't necessarily like into the film or something like that, to do like I like hanging out when we're also accomplishing something that's satisfying yeah. to me in some way. <clears throat> so maybe that's what you know. I feel like there's something there. Well, I'd been hearing you like really care about it yeah. for the past like six months. Yeah, I don't want to so fuck it up. I was like really worried that I was going to nah. destroy your beautiful thing. Well, so John, <laughs> this is like the second movie, technically a third movie, where I've stuck you in with like non-actors and stuff. And yeah. you've never flinched. No, I mean, why would I? Yeah, I don't like, know. People are cunts. People are cunts, but the thing is like, I have no... You know, I, I was saying this to a couple of people today, a couple of the, the extras and folks who were around. They were like, so, like, where are you from? And I was like, I told them I'm from the West Coast, and I came here because, basically, you asked me to. And I'm pretty sure I've said this in every podcast I've recorded with you. If you jump, if you say jump, I will ask you how high and who do I land on. Because yes. you have the the really great ability to, aside from, you know, people who book locations... To oh, right. choose to work with truly excellent people, be they actors, yeah. non-actors, and the and the behind-the-scenes crew. Even that black guy from Mabo who blanked a lot. He was great. I loved him. <laughs> I really wish his <laughs> his and my scenes had made it into more of the movie. I wish he'd come back at the end and been found out he was the one fucking my wife. What happened to that guy? I don't even know his name. It's weird. Like you feel like you should know the Wasn't name. Wasn't it of Jerome it. something? 
That's so racist. It's not racist. It would have been racist if I'd called him Jamal. I'm sure it's like Dan or something. <laughs> it's Frank. <laughs> no, it's no, it's Walter. John Ryan. John Ryan. He's just like you. John. Oh we my are God. The world. We um, are the children. <laughs> but so you know, one thing that was kind of interesting about shooting in the so we shot at nighttime. So we shot. We started at five o'clock in the music store, and by music store I mean like they sell instruments. And um, Miss, they were open the music books. You're right. Stuff like that. Are we allowed to say the name? Yeah. Go Miss, ahead. Mr. Music. There, I said it. <laughs> Get that alliteration in there. <laughs> um, one thing that was kind of weird was we, we were shooting during their operating hours. Yeah, so there were people, like, messing around. On yeah, I guess we were low-key enough that we didn't really, like, we weren't disruptive to the clientele, right? Yeah. No, only, only slightly. There that was a whole bunch of people too. watching us through the ukuleles, too. Right. They even let us, like, put all of our junk over by... Like in their like yeah in sort their of back back room. back room and stuff. It was it was, it was cool, but uh, it was your very first stuff. I thought you did quite well. Oh, seconded. John Ryan was oh, like, oh, they oh. think I did well. John Ryan, you're that well, America. Frankly. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, I, mean, I just I think you're natural. Um, well, I think that character is pretty much me. So in a lot of ways, I yeah. mean, like it's just like a person who is really who is really. She's not. So far, you haven't de- de- depicted her as goofy as you are. Well, I don't want to ruin your movie by being goofy. You should be a little goofy, I you think. You should be really? very goofy. You should give it a touch of goofy. Oh, God. I don't know how, though. You're like the plucky comic relief, man. No, you're not. <laughs> one, thing yeah, that I, right. one thing I love, like, I was a little stressed yesterday, and here's why. I'm going to go ahead and say why. Uh-oh. Um, Toad's server was running at capacity. <laughs> this, is the, <laughs> this is the third movie that I've worked with Kyle Gage. You've heard plenty from him. Um, but I think I would say it's the first time that it's me directing and it's him solely DPing day, <laughs> day, yes, day after day. And our our working relationship is sometimes aggressive, shall we say? I you could say know. that. I wouldn't say I wouldn't necessarily say aggressive. He often needs to like um, he likes to. to move, it's passive aggressive. He likes he likes to move quickly, which is actually the opposite problem you find with most DPs. Yeah, most DPs want to want to touch it up forever, and yeah. you know. But he's like always, you know. He if you pause to breathe, he starts moaning and groaning and stuff. And uh, so I finally had to kind of be like, like you gotta like, t- you know, chill out a little bit and let me. Let me flesh out a scene with people, and he took it well. And then after in, in the record store, it was fine. But I think maybe I was a little exhausted from having to have like a confrontation in any kind of a way. You were doing that thing where you stand real still and listen. What do you mean? Like when you normally when you're talking to someone, you're like checking your phone and doing shit and playing with things, and like drinking from your water bottle, mm. like a little mouse. Right. But <laughs> when you're <laughs> when you're confronting someone, you stand real still, you cross your arms, and you look at them and you listen. Or you look off slightly into the distance. All <laughs> like, your energy like is focused over, on the like, confrontation. A beautiful mountainside at twilight. That's why, why I think, left. Why do you, you think doing I, that thing? Why do you think I do that? Because you're actually listening to them. Well, because at that point I'm like nervous. No, I think I have. I I I need all my energy for the confrontation. Yeah. I need to make sure that I'm airtight. But I knew it was real, so that's why I left. Yeah, you and you and Kyle's girlfriend got awkward and left. Yeah. Um, I stayed and listened. It was great. <laughs> uh, but he took. I mean, he, he takes he takes it very well. I think he knows that sometimes he rushes and and. Um, well, I wouldn't say he was. See, like he he's he's getting great stuff all along. But what happens is me trying to correct for what he wants out of me causes compromises to the production. Yeah. Schedule. It, it it ends up with me being like, uh uh, fine, fuck it, shoot it. You know, like it, I, I end up doing that, and that's not good. 
So, and he knows that. So I, I think we covered that. But then, um, yeah, then we got into the, well, let's talk about, let's finish out the music store first. It's owned by people who love to work there. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. And this one, for the ge- most part, this yeah. one gentleman, he just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, uh, he had some ideas. Yeah, he's like pitching ideas and stuff. He found out that I make websites and that, who makes music? Did he? No. That Jeff made music? Was well, he, no, he, he definitely offered to, to make music for the movie. He uh, did last time. And time. he found out that did. you make, can make animations. Yeah, shame on me for being like, yes. Well, I should have like, been like, no, I don't even know what an animation is. But if he said that, he would have explained it to me. What the hell is the internet? full of ideas. <laughs> what the fuck's the internet? Yeah, he, uh, well, when I went there to scout the location, he was there, and he talked to me forever yeah. while I was at the location. But I was, I like, you know, put up with it because I'm looking for the location. Yeah. But the whole time, he's like, if you're any music, you know, blah, 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 blah. Surfer. And it's one of those awful things where, chode surfer. Chode um, surfer. It's one of those awful things where you want to be super nice. Well, and you so kind you, of feel like you have to be. It's like when you go to your grandma's house or something. So you do think, yeah. you actively listen, and to do active listening, you repeat what they say or you offer what you think they're saying back to them to show that you care and you're listening. Yeah. And you know what like a shitty person does? Like somebody who you're being like extra nice to and you really don't feel like it? They'll yeah. be they'll constantly like disagree and contradict you. When you're like, I'm just trying to agree with you. I'm just trying yeah. to like make this I'm fluid actually... and nice. And they're like, yeah, well, I couldn't give two shits about what you're actually saying to me. I'm yeah. just trying to make yeah. this as pleasant for right. you as possible. Yeah, it's We're like, all right, what? fine. You know what? You want the fucking honesty? I'm just like, I'm so bored. Oh God! And start and just go limp <laughs> yeah. on the floor. Collapse uh, <laughs> the You sound like you took so much acid twenty years ago. <laughs> But he, uh, like, man, do you know you look uh, like Weird Al Yankovic if he ages horribly instead if he was, of beautifully like if he's he going was a to? Muppet. Weird Al's a, Wait, he has been a Muppet, hasn't he? I think he has been actually. Yeah, yeah. I that think he said he was like, a Muppet once. He's like his face looked like those faces that you buy to nail into your tree to make it look like it has a face. You know, <laughs> like the wizard kind of. brow. No, and I can see that. Large he, looks, nose. he looks like the human version of like an ant. Yeah, it was gross. Uh, it's true. And um, he had this but like, like a gangly, like lame ant, not like tree beard, not like one of the cool ones, but like leaf face. Yeah. That, and he, like one of the ones everybody hates. The ant that smokes too much weed. Yeah. The one that like, <laughs> the, won't you fuck up? Yeah. Just the, the rookie CG artists Jesus. were assigned yeah. it. The one that's in like the background, the way, way back. You know, he shot. also looked like, he looks like an art crumb drawing too. It's the one like. An art crumb drawing. What's that? Oh, art crumb. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he's all, he had like warts on his face a little. Well, you know what bugged me was like after talking to me forever last time, I showed up and was like, hey, remember me? And he was like, no. I was like, well, why did I bother that? You thought you were so special. I thought I was establishing a relationship nope. with you in which I could, you know, nope. you cash were merely, in later. You were merely indulging an aging stoner with no concept of time or space. Which, at that point, I could have just been like, fuck you, and left, and he wouldn't remember that either. Yep. So I should have just done that. Well, aging stoners aren't even that bad, though. That guy was freaked out on something. Yeah. I, oh, okay, well. Like, that guy was definitely freaked out on hophead? something. Hophead? How's that? Aging hophead? What yeah, I guess I when you use the word. Pill popping? No, acid, dude. That guy did a lot of acid. I guess when you use the word, okay, the enough. term stoner, you're kind of just like, it's a sort of a, a general drugman. term. It doesn't necessarily mean weed. Drug-addled, frail human. A drugman. Yeah, a drugman. Yeah. A drugman. A, drug a man man. of many drugs. Yes. So we uh, we grabbed some dinner between the two. Uh, again, like By any, dinner, you mean frozen yogurt? Well, yeah, uh, yeah we went to frozen yogurt. You were a little downtrodden. You were like, crap, I really need to know my lines. Uh, well, yeah, because I was a piece of shit actor yesterday, and I didn't know my fucking lines, and I thought that the work I did in the music store for you was terrible, but you got what you wanted out of it, so I was happy. Yeah, well, we shot it enough times, and we retook it. Exactly, and that's yeah. the thing. Like you know, like I said, if you're happy with it, I'm happy with it. Yeah, that's well, I know how to get what I need, which is like, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, basically the key 
to moving quickly is to not call cut a lot. If you're constantly stopping, you're, you'll be constantly resetting. You'll con- like. Instead, I'd rather be like Hannah, do that line again. Don't cry. Although you're very easily distracted, yeah. so I'll be like Hannah, do that line again. And you'll be like, what do I do? You can't just like stay in the words, stay in the moment, do it again. I'm very genuine. What I did find about working with non-actors, like working with Nina, working with Keith, now working with you, is that. You cast them because they carry with them a certain personality. Of course. And it it works 90% of the time. But when you come across a line that doesn't work, you know what you can't do? Why? You really can't correct Why? it. Because if you tell them, like, here's how to fix it, they'll be like, okay. uh, <laughs> what do you want? Like, I, there was one point where there was a line that was a little long in the tooth. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot to It was chew. a list. It was a lot to chew through. There were some Oxford commas happening. Right. Damn those Oxford commas. So I recommended that you, instead of saying the line, just explain what she's explaining to the other character. So I, I said, go ahead. Oh, it was that one. So I yeah. said, go ahead, do that. Jesus. And you would go, Mark, it's both. And you would start doing the line again. I was like, you, you're directly contradicting what I'm about. And you were like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, explain the concept to him. And you and you'd do the line again. I understood, but every time I went to try and do it, I just panicked and fell back on the line. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't you just in I don't that like moment? Talking like, in I'm like, don't act, just tell him how it works. If I can just like make stupid noises and wiggle around a bunch, it would be fine. Which, by the way, character. was my favorite. Like While I was stressed out yesterday, <laughs> the thing that kept putting throwing me back into a great mood was watching you so yeah we have to clap in when we do because uh the audio and the video are are not married now can you make a montage of me doing that i was thinking about it uh because she she has just these like noodly arms a big goofy childlike smile (laughs) and she just enjoys like clapping in front of the camera yeah see i told you i could wiggle around like i could be a weird alien from another planet or something i love it so we're doing sci-fi one next right i could be alf i almost there were there were plenty of opportunities uh yes good there were plenty of opportunities to have did? other people clap in, and I was like, Hannah's going to do it. Hannah's the clapper today. Yep. Then Molly Coombs played the hipster, and I thought she was quite good. There was a uh, – uh, oh, and I asked her to dress like a hipster, and she showed up dressed up like herself. And then she was like, I'm hungry because I haven't had dinner And she tonight. put knee highs on. And I was like, why haven't you had dinner tonight? It's 9 o'clock at night. And she was like, because I spent all this time getting my wardrobe together. And I was like, you dress just like you do every single day. And she was like, well, I put on these knee highs. I was like, that's literally all you changed. <laughs> oh. She was like. What does she normally wear? Leggings? So she just grabbed at Kyle romantically and my conversation was over. Molly is yep. also a non-actress, though. Yeah, but she was very funny. She was really, she knew how to bring bring the funny. Wait, what does she do? Like for jobs? Yeah, sure. For work monies? What's her, what's her jock and her jams? She works with us. She works, uh, she's the lab operations manager at Emerson College. I have no idea what that means, but all right. Well, Neither we have a bunch of labs, computer anyone. labs, okay. and somebody's got to manage well, those yeah, I She just has that, a lot thanks. of responsibilities, and she juggles them, and that's her job. Gotcha. Right. Just like us. Kind of like us. Yeah. Just do shit. You just show up, and you do shit. Because not everybody does. Yeah. Um, I certainly do not. <laughs> so. Do I know I don't. Yeah, there was also a big problem with, like, the, the dialogue called for a How the Grinch Stole Christmas Record, and um, it was forgotten. Not Mostly because it was one of the late things that was written, and so it didn't end up on a prop list. And it, it became one of those idiotic, like, too much time was taken to track, like... But we were in a stupid record store. To try and replace store. it first, and then try and there find a like, suitable yeah. stand-in, and then... Yeah. yeah. We found the Muppets... There were fucking records everywhere. We found the Muppets <laughs> in John Denver, which was like, first of all, I know a lot of people who actually do listen to that album I, every I year. am actually kind of regretting not buying that album while we were there really? last night. Really? I hate it. 
I mean, well, I would. I didn't, the only reason I didn't buy it is because I don't have a vinyl player. Oh yeah. If would I you ever had, like if, to get one? I would eventually. I just don't have the money or space right now for it. Right. Um, but yeah, I would like to get one eventually. You know, I've got, you know, an iPod dock. I do like the way they sound. You know, oh, and, 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 you know, with with all um, um, hipster nonsense aside, like I actually do enjoy. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. I think the sound is good. And there's also there's something there is something yeah. about like physically holding the sound in your hand. Because like with a computer, I can't oh, I do see. that. I you know, see. it's like this is the, this this wax disc is mechanically causing sound. Exactly, yeah. it's containing music, and here it is. Like I love to get one of those old timey like Victrolas. Yeah. yeah, we used to have them when we were kids. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I played with. Just have to crank it up the whole time. Yeah, we used to play stuff on it. Actually, it was crazy. It the needles like a, a yeah. Giant I had a like Fisher Price pick. one. Really? Yeah it, yeah, it played uh, the farmer in the dell. Oh, I had that too. And yeah. Claire de Lune. Did it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a little blue record with Claire de Lune on it. Uh-huh. Oh, we had to also, for the record store, we had to hire uh, one of their guys to stay with us to let us shoot. Oh, man. It cost me $30. No skin off my back. But there was another guy who, I don't know if he worked there or if he just oh, fucking, no. I don't know what the hell he did, but he kept, he was hanging out around the back and he was fucking creepy. And he was really squirrely. He kept like running it's past like, with stuff in his hands, like trying to hide it from us and stuff. It was like he had like this bot, the body of an electric guitar and he like <laughs> shuffled forward and backward a couple times with it like a mouse. If, like cigarettes. if Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump had kept his legs. Yeah. That's yeah. what, yeah, this is Except it. he was not as good with the ladies as Lieutenant Dan. That's true. Lieutenant Dan yeah. banged all that around. That guy was like so. He banged all around because he had no legs. That's true. That's nice. I know. That's good for him. Because, you know. You get to have one last leg. <laughs> oh. Ew. Uh, that wasn't even. Your last leg is your shortest. That wasn't even. What is happening? Uh, anything else of note from yesterday, really, though? Aaron. Oh, yeah, I've got one. Aaron showed up to blog. This is Aaron's job on this movie. It's not much of one. I give him the schedule. He shows up when he feels like it. He grabs the video camera, says a few sassy, funny things and leaves. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things he caught John Hunt right in the middle of doing. Now, John as as we've discussed in previous episodes, has designed a very, uh, shall we say, lazy but effective audio setup. All the audio sits on a tripod, and all he has to do is sit down and record stuff. But what was happening was he he would have to always locate a chair or locate a bench to sit down because he didn't want to have to stand all damn day. Nope. So <laughs> we're at the music store, and there's a little tiny stool for $30. Which, by the way, if anybody knows John, that's a lot for a stool for him. Yeah. Um, like that ain't no church fair price. At a church, at a church fair or a flea market, he can get that sucker for like a couple bucks. Yeah. But he, he bought one because he is lazy first and cheap later. And um, yeah, yeah, it's a fold-up stool that fits uh, snugly into the trunk. Yep. And um, Possibly even behind the seat. Yeah. And he's pretty, he was pretty proud of himself. It's, I gotta say, man, I sat down on it the other day. It is a comfy stool. You're like, you know what? This is the man knows comfort. The, the man chose wisely. Yeah, it was. That's, that's that's all I had to say about yesterday. It was a good day. Move on to the next time. But uh, all right, thanks. Bye. Bye. See ya.